As vegan and plant-based business owners and entrepreneurs, we're often adapting to a new reality. This new podcast series from Vegan Mainstream is an opportunity to help you when it's time to pivot. These interviews will come from inside and outside of our community, and I hope as your host, Stephanie Red Cross West, I can inspire you and give you the tools that you need to move forward. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our interview today. I have a guest with us, Gloria Clay, and it's exciting at times to really sit down with in- individuals who are very focused on driving not only awareness and information in their community, but creating access. As many of us have become vegan, as many of us have explored our own personal vegan journeys, a lot of us have picked up the mantle and decided to help others on this journey as well. And as we've all been challenged this last year through the pandemic and just all the changes in our states, it's been so important that we keep that message out there, that we've been pivoting, changing, and really kind of finding our way through you know, this pandemic and ensuring that we're still supporting our communities and helping individuals not only kind of understand the benefits of a vegan and plant-based um, diet and lifestyle, but how it can work for our community, how these things can really benefit our community and having some of those deeper discussions, I think is always fun. And I'm excited to have our guest today to share her journey and also share her experience over the last year or so and how she's been supporting the community. So Gloria, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Stephanie, for allowing me to be on here with you today. Well, it started one day when I got on the scale and weighed a whopping 232 pounds. And, you know, my diet six years ago consisted of, you know, the fried foods, the um, the rice, everything you could possibly think of. I mean, the, the, the sweets, the, the, the cakes, all of that, you know, I incorporated into my body. And I went to the doctor's appointment one day and I was diagnosed with hypertension. And my doctor mm-hmm. told me, he was like, Mrs. Clay, if you want to get off the blood pressure medicine in the future, you need to change your eating habit. You need to exercise. You need to be more out instead of sitting down. Cause you know, we sit down all the time, you know, and I wasn't exercising. I, I wasn't eating right. I didn't think I could care less. But when I got on that scale and weighed 230 pounds, and I, I've never weighed that, pre- weighed that when I was pregnant with my kids. So I'm just like, okay, okay. I'm mm-hmm. going to have to do something. But, I was never a big meat eater. That's the thing. Okay. I was never a big mm-hmm. meat eater, but I like fried fish. I love to fry shrimp. So that would be my, you know, my lunch, my dinner, you know, five times a week. You know, that's what I ate. Oh, wow. And mm-hmm. you had, you know, the baked mac and cheese, the collard greens, the fried okra, the red velvet cake. You know, that's good eating. You know, mm-hmm. but, you know, mm-hmm. you know, that's the good stuff. And that's the stuff that we grew up on. You know that. Yes, I was going to say that that's the food we grew up on. And I think that's always like the challenge when you make this transition is because some of this food is in our culture. Like it almost feels like it's in, you know, I mean, it's it's in like our DNA. It feels like at times because that's what you almost expected on the table. That was how you showed love is by making these dishes. You know what I mean? And and so forth. So, through food, that's how how we connected. 
through food, through mm-hmm. soul food. You know, so um, um, make the long story short, I went vegan overnight, cold turkey. I was like, okay, I can do this. I'm not a big meat eater, so just let me quit cold turkey, and I did. But then I'm like, okay, Gloria, you went vegan, so what what are you gonna eat? So yeah. what I did, I researched. I, I did a lot of researching. Um, I did a lot of Google search, a lot of, you know, vegan chefs, you know, people who are vegan, you know, all kinds of stuff like that as far as, you know, recipes and stuff to help me along my way. So mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, now if I can swap swap out uh, a dairy butter for a plant-based butter, okay, I, I, I can see where I'm going with this. If I can swap out a dairy cheese for a plant-based cheese, you know, I can do this. And that's how it came about. I started swapping. I started swapping out um, regular um, milk, regular cheese, regular butter for the plant-based stuff. And I taught myself how to cook vegan. Everything I do now has been vegan. I've had trial and error with like certain stuff, like with certain cheeses didn't taste right Mm -hmm. when I'm packing cheese and all that kind of stuff like that. But I narrowed it down and I find that if you could just research and just swap out what's good for your taste, but you can do it. Yeah. And I love that you say that about your taste buds, because I think sometimes we're not all built the same. We all don't, you know, certain sours and sweets and, you know, certain, certain flavors hit our tongues differently. And I always try to tell people that you want to veganize things, but you also want to complement your flavor profiles, like the things that you really right. like, if you like it spicy, if you like it a little bit, this and that. Right, right. So that, so that's so, how that came about. So when you got started, okay, you went vegan. What made you say, I want to be a blogger now? Like, I want to get this information out. What was that transition like? Well, it started with a few um, Facebook posts. I, I did some um, collard greens one day, and I switched out the the, the regular you no know, fat for, you know, the vegan bacon. Or you add, like, your little, um, I'll use, like, garlic salt and, you know, just real seasoning to season it. And come, you know, everything started tasting good. So I would post pictures of my food and Mm -hmm. people were like, okay, you know, you eating this, but does it still taste like that? Do it still taste like the traditional collard greens? Do it still Mm -hmm. taste like the cornbread? How do you make a cake without using eggs or milk? You know, it came to be that type of thing. I'm like, okay, people are interested in this. So let me, you know, take a little bit step further. So, you know, in 2017, I said, okay, I'm going to enter uh, a vegan mac and cheese contest. I said, I'm just going to try it out, you know, get people, you know, to come, just spread the word. You know, that that was always my thing to let people know that you can enjoy your favorite comfort food without, you know, adding the, uh, the, the milk, the butter, the mm-hmm. eggs, the cheese to your mac and cheese. And that was my thing. So I entered my mac and cheese into the contest and I won. And I won. I love it. I'm like, okay, Gloria, you got it. You you can do this. So that made me start blogging, so to speak. Okay, people are interested mm-hmm. in people are interested, you know, where you shop at. People are interested, you know, how do you swap such and such for such and such? So it kind of took off from there. It kind of okay. took off from winning that competition to people actually seeing, like, okay, she made a dish that um won something. So yes. if she can Maybe I need to follow her recipe and maybe my mac and cheese would taste the same. And I've had had so many people come back and tell me that they could not tell the difference. They could not wow. tell the difference in the mac or the traditional mac and cheese. So that's what kind of- Now, you know I'm going to have to ask you for the recipe at the end of this. Of course. <laughs> if you share it. I don't know if you do. <laughs> that's, 
It may be locked up. <laughs> but yeah, and you know me, I, I'm I'm a I'm a giver. I'm a helper, and I like to feed people. Now, ever since I've been a little child, I've always liked to feed, and I can't stand no no I can't stand for no one to be hungry. And even mm-hmm. um like with the stuff I'm doing now, you know, I've had cooked meals for my coworkers, vegan. I mean, full meals and desserts. Meats, the vegan meats, the uh size, the whole nine yards to get the word out, you know, that yeah. you can eat good. You can eat good vegan meals without having to sacrifice, you know, putting a, a dead animal on your plate and, or, or, you know, using milk. And now don't get me wrong. I'm not an animal vegan. That, that is not me. You know, you choose you know, to eat what you want to eat. And me per se, vegan was the way for me to lose the weight. I dropped 65 pounds and probably oh. do a more drop a lot more but you know i like to eat potato chips and popcorn and stuff like that that's not all that good but you know hey a little you know look once in a while it doesn't hurt but you you have to find your own way you know what i mean like i think sometimes (laughs) i mean and like i want everyone to be vegan i want everyone to you know be there for animal rights i want everyone to go vegan for the environment like i want it all but i definitely understand that that's not everyone's journey and i think it's so important at times that we understand that and that not everyone wants to be an extreme health food vegan and we want to snack at times so i think there's there's place in the movement and i think that's so important that people know that there's place for that that it's not a purist movement that if you don't check off all the boxes you're not welcome Right. And um, even, you know, I've you know started doing things for my husband job, you know, making dinners for them. And he mm-hmm. worked with a lot of males. And, you know, males, they have this stigma that, you know, real men eat meat, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> you know, that that's the stigma. Mm-hmm. That but yeah. I have made so many dishes for my husband job and I always get requested for my vegan cheesecake, my vegan cauliflower bites. And I do a, a a dirty rice as well. So the men like that, you know, my husband like that. He's not vegan. And, you know, I'm, I'm not pushing. I'm not pushing that. You know, everybody has to find their way, you know, it, to each his own. You know, that's what you want to do. You know, that's on you. I'm, I'm not judgmental. I, I, you know, it is, you know, it is what it is. You do what's right for you and I do what's right for me. So by me dropping, you know, the, the mean and exercising and doing what I'm supposed to do. You know, I came off my blood pressure medicines. I um I see a little bit better about certain things, especially as far as like I have three grand three grandkids and I want mm-hmm. them to have a better place in the world to live. You know what I'm saying? Like for like yeah. sustainability, mm-hmm. eco-friendly, you know, all kinds Absolutely. of stuff like that. I'm a big believer, especially in sustainability. I re- I, I believe in recycling, reusing, repurposing. And if I could do my part and help save Mother Earth so my grandkids can have a place, you know, a, a yes. few, they can have a beautiful Earth to live on, you know? So it's, it's mm-hmm. I think it starts within us. We all got to do a little bit, you know, to help Mother Earth. I, I believe in Mother Earth, you know, th- th- that's Absolutely. our home. Absolutely. And I definitely believe that it's our role and you know, we as individuals can control the, the, a lot of those outcomes. We don't have to wait right. for somebody else to do it. We can actually right. do it. So let's right. talk about how you've been transitioning, how you've been pivoting, how you've been helping your community and how you've been kind of doing these online cooking classes, um, you know, using Zoom to help reach people and help people through the pandemic. Okay. 
before COVID came um, last year, April, I was supposed to have did a pop up. My thing was to just do pop ups, you know, local pop ups, you know, pop up, you know, in Charleston, South Carolina, a little pop up in Georgia. You know, that was my goal. But then COVID mm-hmm. came in, and I'm just like, okay, you know, what I'm gonna do? I don't spend all this money on all kinds of supplies, you know, napkins, cutlery, you know, dishes. I mean, everything to help me do the pop up. And my husband mm-hmm. said, "Say, Gloria, say, well, what do you think about just um, selling dinners? I'm like, I don't know if I want to sell dinners. Because first of all, it's only me. You know, I'm doing mm-hmm. the cooking. Um, yeah. I would have to do the prepare every dish that, that I have to make. And so I said, well, okay, I, I tried just to give a, 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 a thing to, to see how the outcome comes. Yeah. So I, I put on Facebook. I gave some flyers to my job. And my husband did some flyers for his job, and it went crazy. I had to, yeah, it went crazy because I had to literally like stop taking orders because I'm like I'm only one person. I appreciate the love, but I can't trust <laughs> all my stuff. Yeah. So, but I mean, so I'm I'm trying to work at the hospital. I'm trying to do this kind of stuff on the side, which I was going to try to do it every week. But I said, just let me try to do it once a month and see how it goes. The first month, mm-hmm. it, it was overwhelming, of course, because, like I said, I'm doing this by myself, but the community showed up and showed out. Aww. That's what I love the it. I'm like, okay, if I can do this this month, let me try the next month. So um, September came around, I did another one, and people would okay. request my cauliflower bites. So, of course, I had like 50 head of cauliflower that I had to cut up, I mean, it, but it was worth it. <laughs> it was worth it because people... Enjoy that kind of stuff, you know. Even I've gotten people will direct me and say, Miss Gloria, I don't have the money. Can I still yeah, come get a plate? I don't I don't care. It, it to me it's more like an education thing and I educate through cooking. Got That's it. how I outreach. I outreach through cooking. That is mm-hmm. my thing. And so, you know, that went past. And then I got a uh a call from the University of South Carolina here and I was going to their building to do, and we're going to their place to do cooking demos. But then, like I said, COVID nice. hit, started doing Zoom. Mm-hmm. I did a Zoom with them. And then October came, and I'm just like, okay, let me see, can I do another um, dinner? Mm-hmm. So I put it out, and I called it um, Halloween, Halloween dinner for Halloween. So I, I did it on yes. Halloween day. It was a success. It had to the point where People were asking me because they placed like five and ten more orders to the orders they already had. Yes, it was really that serious. But I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. people understood that it was just me in mm-hmm. the kitchen. And I'm yeah. very anal in the kitchen. Nobody cannot come in my kitchen kitchen when I'm cooking. My husband is not allowed. Okay. Nobody. Because I have to stay focused. You know what I'm saying? I, I just have to stay focused. That's my time. Nothing wrong with having some rolls. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, he'll tell you I'm. I'm very anal when it comes down to stuff like that. I'm. I, you know, I'm not a perfectionist, so to speak. But if I'm, somebody has an order, say for instance, somebody ordered a cake for me, and it's like a little teeny nine and half an inch scratch on it. I cannot send that box out the house because it's a representation of me and my work. You know, I'm a home cook, and I enjoy doing that. I enjoy cooking. I enjoy people coming back and asking me and telling me, um, Mrs. Clay, I've never had such and such before. And that was great. You could not tell me that was not vegan or vegan this and vegan that. So people really enjoy 
my cooking. And, and I get a thrill out of that all in all. Is all. It don't have to be, you know, you give me money. As long as I know that you are enjoying it, I am happy. I, I you know, I think I have done my job. And, you know, I, it was a community effort. You know what I'm saying? You know, I got, mm-hmm. you know, signed a few little autographs. It was just like, I'm like, okay, who am I? I'm just a, you know, a home cook. I, you know, but I, I do it from the kindness of my heart. You don't have to, you know, have to pay me. I do it from the kindness of my heart. And people will come, like I said before, and say, Miss Glory, I don't have the money this time. Can I still get something to eat? Of course. Of course you can still get something to eat. I mean, I'm not that person. You know, I don't do this for a living. You know, I have a full-time job. You know, but I I, I make my money, of course. But I get my happiness from somebody wanting to try it. You know, somebody... You know, coming to me like, Miss Gloria, I don't have it this time. Can you, can I get a plate? Of course, I give you two plates. What about that? And I have done that. You know, I have yeah. done it because I want people, I don't want people to be turned away for not having, you know, money. I want people to still enjoy vegan food without having, if you don't have the money, that, that's okay. You know, people have given to me. People have helped me up the ladder. You know, so yes. I, I don't want I'm never going to turn anybody away. And my thing is, if I was to open up something like that, I want my food to be affordable for everybody. You know, no matter yes, your race, creed, you know, what side of town you stay on, that that always been my thing. I, I will feed you. You know, I, I will feed you. And that's what, I've, that's what I've done throughout the community. I mean, I've donated, you know, food. You know, I've given, you know, back, you know, and, you know, and it does my heart good. I, I don't need a, a, a slap on the back because I know I'm genuinely doing it from my heart. So. That it, it just it just heartwarming, you know, that people actually, Absolutely. you know, want to come and you know eat my food, or you know, even though I'm cooking out my kitchen, you know, my mm-hmm. kitchen in my house, you know, back there, people come, they still come for that, you know, and they are asking me now, when will I be back doing that again? And you know, I I don't know because I you know I have a few partnerships that I'm doing with you no know, company, so that's taking up a lot of my time, and like I said, I still work. Um, so it just, you know, I don't know. I don't, you know, I don't know, maybe, you know, sometimes later on down in the year, but you know, it, it all depends on what, you know, what the universe have for me. That's true. And sometimes you have to let things kind of percolate and develop. You know what I mean? Sometimes you have to see what happens. Cause I loved that you mentioned, did you say the university of South Carolina that you said, uh, reached out to you? Is that what you said? I'm in South Carolina on demo for like, three or four years, I would go to their um, um, class and do cooking demos for them every, you know, twice yeah. a year. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And see, I love that because I don't know how completely how that opportunity came about, but I know for many of us, these opportunities kind of pop up and they're beyond what we initially thought might happen. So that's why I love the way you're kind of doing things is a little organic right now. Like I'm going to do some pop-ups. I'm going to work on these agreements. I'm also going to give back to the community and you're kind of feeling things out. You know, maybe when I talk to you two years from now, you'll be like, Stephanie, you know, we feed over X amount of people a year now. Um, so you never know where things will be, you know, yeah. when, when you, you know, you start and you allow things to organically grow. Right. And, and I try to stay true to myself and I, and you know, and I, my, I have a sister, um, I have two sisters actually, but my, my sister that she probably watching now, I don't know, but she always tell me about how, you know, I'm always nervous when I'm getting ready to talk because she knows I'm a, you know, an introvert. And she's like, you know, just be yourself. You know, it's okay. And I, you know, I have a 
thick southern accent and people can't hardly understand what I'm saying at times either. And she's like, and that's okay. Just take your time, deep breath, and just go through it. And and, and she has been like a major supporter for me. Her and I, I got some you know close work friends. And definitely I cannot leave out my husband. He has been my delivery guy. <laughs> my stock <laughs> guy. It's so wonderful when you have that support system. It's so important. Yeah, you have to have that. You have to have that. Even, you know, when he knows I got a big dinner I'm getting ready to do for people, he's like, okay, Gloria, I know you have this to do, so I'm just going to stay out your way. And, and it works. You know what I'm saying? It, it totally works. But but my community, especially my, my work family, my work family has been there from day one through Every award that I've ever um, competition I have ever won, just just a great group of people. So I, I owe them a, a thank you too. So, oh, I'm so glad you gave them. A shout out and talked about it because I do think it's so important when we're doing these things, when we're helping out, it's great to have people in our corner. And also, I'm glad you mentioned the idea of being an introvert because I think for a lot of people, they may be watching this and they may be thinking like, I want to do that, but I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if that's my personality. And I think it's so important that people understand that there's room for all of us and there's room for us to just be ourselves. Like you mentioned the idea that you have a, you know, Southern accent, you know, all of us really have accents at the end of the day. You know, I start talking a certain way after a while, you'll realize like, she's definitely from Philly. Um, Cause you know, I'll use words like water, you know, water has like a D in it <laughs> in Philly as opposed to a T. So I think we all have those things and it's nice that we should be able to show up and just be ourselves. We don't have to fit into a box and sound this way and look this way. The idea is that the world needs us, the communities need us. And I love it when we all, you know, find our voice and find our way to help. Um, so if anybody out there is watching today and they're a little bit nervous, please use Gloria as your inspiration to know that you can do it even if you're an introvert, even if you want to do it a little bit. I, I love that you're doing pop-ups every now and then. You're not trying to do it all and burn yourself out, which I think oh. is so smart. Um, so I'm so glad we had a chance to talk today because I think a lot of people need to hear that. And need to hear that there's multiple ways that they can help their community, they can give back, um, and they can do it and be themselves. Right, right, right. And and I just want to say this, you know, if you're thinking about going vegan, I mean, just redo your research. Do your research. Take your time. I mean, so what? You've been vegan for two weeks and you ate a piece of chicken. So what? Who cares? I mean, come on. You know, life is too short. You know, don't don't beat yourself up about it because you you did that, and you know, and that's what I think. A, a lot of people focuses on they like, okay, I tried it for a month, okay, that's great, but I went back and I ate meat, okay, and you know, you're human. You know, don't beat yourself up because you had a slip up. You know, like I said, life is too short. Life is you know fragile. You know, so just take it one day at a time. And 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 like a people, a lot of people like. You know, Miss Gloria, you went vegan overnight, but that was my choice. And that's what worked for me. You know, that's what worked because I I was scared. Let me put let me just say it like that. I was scared. I was scared because mm -hmm. I had to take blood pressure medicines. You know, I was scared because I worked on a stroke unit. You know, mm -hmm. I worked on a stroke unit. I see obesity and all that kind of stuff. So so I was kind of 
you know, scared. So I had that extra nudge, you know, say, well, you know, and I'm the type of person, if I put my mind to it, I'm going to do it. You know, if I know that it's going to help me and I want to be the one to see my grandkids grow, you know, yeah. I, 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 I be, my great nephews I have, you know, I want to see them grow, you know, so it, yeah. it, you know, just, you just take your time and just, you and, and life is precious. Life, life is, life is just too precious, you know, to be, yeah. you know, hung up because, you you know you slid back you know who who gives a crap you know and I, I get teary when I say this because you know you know I, I see sickness I have a lot of sickness in my family you know I, I have a lot of sickness and you know I have a my sister has never you know drank has never smoked you know she has two forms of cancer she's fighting mm-hmm. you know so and we've been doing the you know the, the, the vegan thing so and she's up on it. You mm-hmm. keep down with it, you know. So okay. you know, I, I I just I I just you know sometimes I just think about you know how precious life is at times. You know, Absolutely. to beat yourself up because you slip up that that just you know I I've been stopped that you know I slipped up oh what you know you know life goes on. Absolutely, and I think we have to like you said we have to give ourselves space and time to get there. We have to give ourselves the ability to kind of get on this journey and not be perfect on the journey, especially in the beginning stages, because for some of us, you know, we've been eating this way for years, you know, some of it's been 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50, you know, you've been eating a certain way for a long time. It does take time to transition. And I really think we have to be advocates for ourselves and not beat ourselves right. up um, in the process. Right. Um, now, I'm not necessarily advocating for like yo-yoing all over the place for like five years, but <laughs> I definitely right. believe that we're not here to judge ourselves and berate ourselves. I think it's so important really with any journey that we're on that we have to build ourselves up. We have to research, we have to get there. Um, and then with, you know, a block like yours, it can be inspiration for people who are struggling and trying to figure out a way to maybe transition some dishes. They can learn from you, um, and make something in their own home and kind of have that, you know, celebration, happy dance when they're like, all right, this tastes good. I just wanted to pop one message up on the screen. Um, Someone said, this is so beautiful, making food available and affordable to all people. I just think that's so important and I'm so glad. Um, um, Tenvi, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it correctly, but um, thank you so much for joining us and posting that message there. So Gloria, as we wrap up today's session, I always love to give everyone just an opportunity for any final words. You know, our audience is filled with people who run businesses, organizations, you know, trying to drive change, but we also have people who are transitioning to a vegan diet who have, you know, been making this, who are on this journey and maybe listening to this as a little bit of inspiration. So I don't know if you have any words of wisdom as people make change or even words of wisdom for people as they try to navigate this pandemic and try to find a way forward, um, what you use to motivate yourself and keep yourself kind of on track with giving to the community, even though it might've gotten a little bit difficult. Right. Just don't give up. You, you can't give up. You, you have to keep trying. You have to keep pushing. I'm not saying that, you know, you pushing so hard if you're driving yourself crazy, but, you know, don't give up. Continue to push your, push yourself through. I mean, even with your businesses, don't don't give up. You know, there's always other ways to work around things. Um, if you're on the vegan, you know, journey, don't beat yourself up. Um, take it one day at a time. Do the meatless Mondays. Um, stuff like that. I'm just cutting me not to die, you know, two days a week, 
but just do one thing, just one thing a week and, and see how it goes. Perfect. And I loved one thing I didn't comment on is I love that your kind of entry point was entering in a contest, especially when you said you're an introvert. I just wanted to loop back to that because I thought it was such a smart move as a way to kind of jump in and then jump in and like, just, you know, I guess maybe I'm pulling my personality through, but it's like, and then grabbing the reward and being like, I did it. You know what I mean? Not only did I make it, I showed up and I won. I think that's such an important thing to just not only acknowledge that you did, but also I hope that's inspiration for others to realize that it's such a great time for us to step up, you know, and, and do these types of things that are out in the open. Right. And, you know, and I'm, I know we got to wrap it up, but, you know, that following year, that 2017, I won the mat down. 2018, I entered the vegan barbecue battle and won that, too. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, I can't wait until the next competition comes around. You have to let me know so we can cheer you on and also tell everyone about your next win, because I, I know it's coming. <laughs> of course. This has been such a pleasure. And I hope all my team introvert family are looking and maybe they can get out get out the corner and you know do a little live or whatever but i'm telling you stephanie after i um get out with you i'm gonna probably go take me like a 15 minute nap if, if that's i think yeah i'll be still getting to work on time and i'm just gonna go back into my shell <laughs> <laughs> well thank you for coming out for me our audience you are wonderful i mean goodness you are great to talk to and interview and you have such an amazing story so Thank you for doing this for me. I really appreciate it. I'm sure my audience so appreciates it um, as well. And then also let's stay in touch because I'd love to hear about the work you're doing and everything that you're that's going on. And also I want to get a couple of those recipes. Um, <laughs> so it was wonderful to spend time with you today. Um, and thank you everyone who joined us live. Thank you for watching this as a replay. Um, we love when you post comments. We love it when you like these posts because this is such a great way for us to know that you enjoy um, us doing these interviews and bringing these amazing guests like Gloria to you so you can hear how many of us are driving change in our community. So thank you, everyone. Thank you, Gloria, again. And we'll see everyone in our next interview. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys.